Well, 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 you know who it is. It is 3.02 p.m. in the West Coast. I don't know what time it is in your neck of the woods, but it is the voice, Callaway, the voice that's behind the message. Well, today we're going to talk about cleanup where you messed up. And you know, a lot of us has messed up in the past. But today, as you can see what is going on, it is time for us to clean up where we messed up. Well, you know, everybody doesn't go get the message, and the message isn't for everybody, but for those who it does. Stay prayed up. Let's talk about it. I have my favorite caller on the phone. He's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Knowledge, are you there? Yes, ma'am, I am. Well, good good afternoon. Good afternoon. I know we're two hours ahead of each other, so if it's 303 here, it's got to be 503 there. Amen. Well, today my segment is going to be, our segment is going to be about cleaning up where you messed up. And the reason I brought that up is because, you know, this coronavirus and the things that we're going in about being shut in and curfewing, um, I think it's all about, like you and I was talking about, it's the signs of the times of uh, revealing what God has written. And I think that um, we all know that about the locusts that's going on. We got the disease, the the coronaviruses, and all kind of things. You know, and it's time. You know, I, I tell people all the time, I said, you know, y'all got all the excuses in the world, but have anybody ever thought about God is mad? You know, being disobedient, we're doing everything in the Everything under the sun that we're not supposed to do. Everything that's wrong seems to be right. But when it comes to right, nobody wants to do anything about doing right. So, knowledge, let's talk about cleaning up where you messed up. How do you feel about being shut in and people being married and for years and probably have never spent this much time together? Probably in, a, in years, you know, talk to each other, communicating. Even with the the children's school out. This is the time to rebuild the relationship. How do you think about that? What do you think about I that? Feel, I feel that it's necessary. I feel that it's definitely going to bring families closer or it's going to reveal to you, like, you know, why, or not why, but um, it's going to reveal to you that you haven't spent time getting to know your spouse or your children or even getting to know yourself, you know, because you're going to test your, um, your lack of will. It's going to test your willpower. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get frustrated and, and explode and, and break things around the house or, you know, put your hands on your wife, put your hands on your children or, you know, vice versa. Or put even your mouth on, you know, say negative things about them and run them off or are you going to, you know, clean up what you messed up. Yeah, because, you know, it could be domestic violence, anything going on in the home. And, you know, during this time, you know, people go on the Internet and they see things that might check them about certain things. And I think that it is. It's an awesome thing because um, we do. We've been misled. We've been misplaced, misunderstood, misguided, disrespectful uncontrollable and it's like we have forgotten what love is 
with morals, respect, and all those things, goals, you know? And, and it's sad, and I think that it does. You know, like you were saying a few minutes ago, um, it has a lot to do with what happened in the Bible. It's just revealing itself. And we well, have... Basically, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, we're basically walking out the Bible. We're basically doing exactly what the Bible has said is going to happen. You know, some people will say, oh, I don't read that or I don't believe in that. Well, just look at everything around you. All you got to do is open up a book and read, and you will find that we are in those same times. And the, 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 the reason is, is because, like I said before, we, we kicked God out of it. We allowed them to kick God out of the schools, kick God out of, uh, out of, out of our, our work environment, out of our everyday lives, out of our hearts, out of our children, just out of every your everyday life. And there's been nothing but just hatred. Hatred of your mother, hatred of your father, hatred of your brother, your sister, aunt, cousin. It doesn't matter. Hatred of a white person or a Hispanic person. I mean, we look at TV every day, and it shows us exactly like what we're doing. Okay. We got where people are always putting their mouth on one another, and they're always fighting and cussing and carrying on and just acting like they have no care in the world. Amen. And now. We all have to come together. We all have to come together, and we got to clean up exactly where we messed up. Because there are going to be families that don't know how to survive this. But if we all come, to, not if, but when we all come together and work together in, in a positive way, and we do what we're supposed to do, God is going to honor that. You know, God honors those who diligently seek him. It's not about hatred. It's not about I'm better than you because now no one is showing us today that no one is better than no one. You're only better than your old self. That's right. It is time for us to clean up what we messed up. Getting the head of household, women being women again, women being mothers, knowing your boundaries. You know, this is the time right now that we need to learn to pray, come together, like our elders, our children. You know, school is out. And, you know, the money is running low, and the $1,000 isn't for everybody. It's for taxpayers. It's not for people that are on welfare. It's not for people that are struggling. It's for working people only. So what about those who don't work? What about those that struggle every day and your bills is going to be piling up? This is the time that we need to come together as far as getting us a storage room and everybody pitching in. So when that time do come, our people will get our fair share. I'm not prejudiced. I'm not discriminative. But if we don't look out for us, who will? You know, there's kind people all over the world. doesn't matter what color, what, what race, whatever. You know, we don't have a culture. We've lost our way. We've lost how to love. We've lost that old-time religion to where we had faith over fear. We didn't care about. We knew what it meant to come 
as you are. And we, we believe that in our heart nothing else mattered. But just getting that spirit, getting that word and that understanding to try to live an abundant life. And we've lost that. We've lost it a long time ago. Our ancestor that died for us to be where we are today. We've disappointed everyone. Children have died violently. Women have died in domestic violence. Children have died being raped and killed. Joining and so on and so forth. But, you know, I want to touch on something. What has happened is we've been so busy chasing money, trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to worry about what our clothes look like, what our shoes look like, what our hair and nails, and, you know, so on and so forth look like that. We don't have a control of our of our homes. Mothers are, you know, searching for a man to fill the void. The man searching for a woman or women to fill a void. And we just been degrading ourselves. And then we taught our babies this same stuff. And our babies are out here doing it. I mean, just look at it. Look at the world. Look at the music. How it talks about being a side piece. How it talks about what you should be doing if this dude ain't doing right for you or you can get this one over here, you know, he's going to pay for it. And it, it just listen to it. This is, we, we have created this. Like, like Roy said, we got to clean up what we messed up because we taught them this. We taught, our, like, we taught ourselves this growing up and then we taught our babies this. And now we can't let that go into the next babies or it, we, it can't go on any longer. And the Lord is cleaning out. That's exactly what's happening. He's cleaning house. Some of us will be here, some of us won't. But you know, it's about giving ourselves a second chance. We can Uh redo what we've done. You know, we can stand up. A lot of us have created these children that are out here doing what they're doing, strung out on drugs. Like knowledge Uh said, they see what they, they do, what they see. Their surroundings, their neighborhood, their family members. What they hear. And what they hear. You know? And it's like everything that you do, it reflects on your children. And everything your children do, it reflects on a, an adult and a, on a parent. You know, we got to watch out now. We got time to sit up and think about the things that we need to do as an individual to correct ourselves. Before we try to correct or stand up or give wisdom and knowledge to anybody else, we have got to give ourselves exactly. a self-examination okay. to where our faults and flaws, where we can correct ourselves to where when this time passes, that you won't be so quick to be criticized when somebody says something. You'll be able to humble yourself. you remember these times and you remember how hard it was you couldn't go outside and just calm yourself down. Give yourself a chance to sit and think about the things that's making you angry and get over and forgive yourself. Forgive those who have hurt you because you find yourself being bitter. And I want to talk to all you baby mamas that are out there. When this is over, please, if you got 
baby daddies out there and they want to reunite with their children and see their kids. If your kids got grandparents they ain't never seen, it's time for you guys. Please, please get it together. Get your house in order. Get your thinking in order. Control your feelings and emotions when it comes to negativity. Anything that's going to kill, steal, and destroy somebody's feelings, their emotions, their home, their marriage, their relationship. Sometimes we create our own headache because we are our own headache. And when we give ourselves a self-examination, we'll be able to medicate ourselves to where we want to feel better, get better. Heal from all the broken things that we've been through. Get adjusted in life and take a step back and look at yourself in the mirror. And realize you was part of why your marriage was destroyed. Your children are over here. Somebody else taking care of your kids. Or you taking care of somebody else's kids and not your own. We all play a part in something. So please, check yourself. Take full responsibility of your faults. We can't continue to be the victim. Somebody have got to be accountable for their actions and be able to check yourself and say, yeah, I was wrong. I remember we got into it and, you know, I wouldn't let her talk. I was always had to be right. And But I'm in a situation right now. I know if she was here, I know if he was here, I wouldn't be going through this. See, sometimes you like they like they say you lose a good thing. You you don't know you lost that good thing until it's gone and you miss it. Because that person completed you. They was there. They made you whole. When you when you thought of something, they was there. They know your needs, your wants. And that's what we need today. Stop playing around with people's emotions and jumping in and out of bed. There's more viruses than the coronavirus, HIV virus, AIDS virus. All kind of stuff is going on. And just like they said, some people are a carrier. You never know that they got it from sleeping with this person, that person, that person, and this person. Women thinking that their looks and their body will make them Cardi B. But you live in the projects. You don't got no job. Ain't got no experience. Probably ain't finished school. And these are the things right now that you need to think about. Write some things down that you don't like about you that you want to change. Because it's a lot of things that you know about you. Bad attitude, cuss too much, drink too much, smoke too much, don't pay enough attention to your kids, party too much, kick it too much, immature, insecure, no matter what it is. We always blame it on anxiety. Now they got names for it. No. It's just you need to correct yourself. It's just you need to give yourself a self-examination and take it to the Lord and not to a prescription medication. Because anytime you're medicated, you can't focus on God. 
You can't hear God. And, how, and yeah, God can't check he, up from the neck up. That's right. You can't God can't heal you if you is under the influence to where you can't function or be delivered a message or be delivered, period. Sometimes you gotta have a clear head and ask God for forgiveness. Give you that that lending hand that you need that nobody out here would ever give you. And you got to let it go and give it to him. Right. Because we have two ears. We got two of everything. We got two eyes, two ears, two hands, two arms, two legs, two feet, you know, so on and so forth. And then there's only one of certain things that we do have that's one-dimensional, but our ears, you know, you got to watch what you hear, because sometimes you hear negatively, mm-hmm. sometimes you hear positively. Right. Sometimes you see negatively, sometimes you see positively, but you have to decipher what it is that you're seeing and how, or what you're hearing also, and if this is for my good or this is for my destruction. That's right. And that's where you have to actually listen to understand and not listening to just respond. Hmm. And you have to also see, like if, you, if you're a person that's visual, you have to see to get an understanding. If you don't like to listen or you can't listen, then watch. Mm-hmm. And you'll gain understanding from that. Because sometimes, you know, it's like that saying, um, well, how does it go about uh, speaking? Uh, you got you know, you got to walk that walk. You know, if you talk it, you got to walk it. Like we used to say back in the day, you got to observe to swerve, you know, because, you know, that's, you got to observe to swerve. That's just like driving a car. You know, if you're not observing, you're going to hit something because you ain't watching the road. You don't know when a turn is going to come. You don't know when it's going to tell you to yield, when to stop, when to move, when to go fast, how fast to go, when to slow down, when to be cautious. But also, you have to be patient. And not just patient on the road, mm-hmm. but patient in your relationships, patient in your household, patient right. with your children, patient with your husband, patient with your spouse. Mm-hmm. You have to gain patience because everything ain't going to happen overnight. This is something that you have to work towards. I know it's it's a lot of things that we as women, I have been doing a lot of seminars, you know, on YouTube and stuff. And I always check myself. And I'm like, whoa, you know. And people talk and they say things. Um, I've learned that uh, about my self-experience. You know, I get agitated real fast because my expectations is really high. Because I feel like when you're a certain age, when you know better, you should do better. And everybody don't know no better. So I have to check myself and, and apply my wisdom in a certain way because everybody don't know nobody no better because they wasn't raised some kids some parents of my age are just born they wasn't raised they wasn't around people that had morals respect and knew how to treat people and boundaries and discipline so i have to check myself and let ev- myself know everybody isn't like you 
Everybody isn't going to take heed. Everybody isn't going to learn as fast as you do. Everybody isn't going to take the time to be a leader. Some people are followers and some people just stand there. They don't move at all. And you got to apply what's important in your life. And anytime you lower your standards, that's what you're going to get. I don't have to lower my expectations because that's going to make me unhappy. Because when somebody gets to know you, they're going to know exactly how you feel. You can communicate and let a person know, I don't like this. You know, they either going to take heed, they either going to, you know, bond with you, or they're going to get on. But I think communication is a big part of what we've lost a long time ago. Because now it's all about how you look, what you got, how you can do it, and when you can do it. And what you can, and look, and what you can get away with. You know what I mean? Yeah, now, I, I say, uh, you know, communication is key, but communication is actually trust. Because when you communicate with somebody, they begin to trust you right. more. Because your word speaks for the actions that you do. You know, you, you shouldn't have to uh, lie to somebody for them to trust you. Because now they, they're not going to trust what you say. If you are lying and you continue to lie all the time and your actions don't line up with what you're saying, then you're a liar. And you're not to be trusted. And when you're not to be trusted, that's, that's like the bull cry wolf. Ain't nobody going to believe nothing you say. And then another thing about uh, everybody being, you know, everybody not leaders and everybody not, we're all leaders. We all lead in some aspect. Because... What we do, somebody is watching us, people. Somebody's watching you, and they're going to do what you do. Because usually the best followers are the best leaders, whether it's good or bad. They're usually the best ones. Now, if you're somebody that can lead uh, people down a path of destruction, imagine how strong you are when it comes to leading people down a path of righteousness. Amen. Amen. You know, I've really... Um, appreciate knowledge because um, even though we're in different age groups, we have an understanding about where we want to go. We uh, have an understanding who comes first in our life. We have an understanding that we will never deny the person that gave us life, hope, And everything that I've asked for, he's given to me. And he's also taken things that are not good for me. So sometimes you got to appreciate the things you have and the things you don't. Because everything and everybody isn't good for you. And when you be, be able to cipher that, like he said, and understand yourself, because sometimes we're not perfect. We want to be. We don't never want to be the victim. We always point fingers, but we that finger never point back at us to where we have to put ourselves in a situation to where when you're wrong, you're wrong. And you got to be strong enough to reach out to that person and say, hey, 
I, I had to take a breather. But I want to apologize for my actions and my reactions. And and you was right. You was right. In so many in so many words, you was right. You know, and you know, and squash it. That way everybody'll be off edge because it'll be still talked about. No, 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 no. And sometimes you just gotta let it go. But the only reason you can't let go is because you you didn't forgive that person. You still got that animosity, that grudge, or whatever. It was just criticism. And at some time, criticism is good. Criticism help you grow. Sometimes people can say things, and the only reason you're going to feel anything, if it applies to your life. That's the only way. You ain't going to feel nothing. If it, if it don't pertain to anything you done been through, doing, or trying to do. You can't feel it. It won't pertain to you. But when you're doing wrong, you've done wrong, and you've been there, and it hit home, that's time for you to check yourself and say, that's what I did to ruin my marriage. That's what I did to ruin my relationship with my children. That's what I did to put my baby mama down to. You know, you got to check yourself. In order for the next relationship, the next marriage, to work. Because you worked on you. You filled in the gaps that was needed for the next person to get to know you. But uh, at the same time, um, I want to just say this. When it comes to that part of relationships, like starting as friends first, you know, be friends first so you can find out if this is the one that's for you. You know, talk to the father about your the person that you are friends with. If this is the one you're supposed to be with, because if it's not, it will be revealed to you. There yes, will be is. times that now this ain't the one. You know what I'm saying? And, and go on about your life. Like, learn from your experiences. Be okay being single, which I call separate, unique, and whole. Be okay being that way. Get you, as, as Boyd said earlier, get you fixed up first before you try to get into a relationship because that may be not the relationship that you're supposed to be in if you're not ready for it. If you're not prepared for what's coming, then you're going you gonna to explode and you're going to tuck your tail and run and you're going to set somebody else up for a path of destruction. Don't do that. Amen. Keep it pure. Be okay being in the friend zone. You ain't, excuse me, like fuck. I'm tired but excuse me, we okay being in the friend zone. It is okay to stay there. You ain't got to have sex with everybody that you meet. You ain't got to always get it in. I mean, I know everybody's hormones is raging, but you don't need that. You're going to get a bunch of soul ties every time you lay with That's somebody. Right. You're going to have to sit down for a while and and just be celibate. You know, it's okay. You was a virgin before, go back that way. When you didn't have it, you wasn't feeling for it. But now that you didn't got your little taste, now you act like you got to have it all the time. It's like a drug. It is yes. a drug. Yes, it's but an addiction. Sometimes it can be an addiction of how many, you know, when you get a certain age, oh, you got to prove to yourself you still got it. So feelings don't evolve. You just, it's a, it's a sex thing. And if it is, be honest about it. Tell a person, I, I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I just think you're attractive. I, I want to have sex with you. And all they can say is yes or no. They might be attracted to you. 
And just, you know, but... And attraction can lead to distractions now. That's right. That's right. And destruction. That's why they, they rhyme like that. Attraction, distraction. Are you attracted to the, the things on TV? Why? Because it's a distraction. We all been distracted by what we've been seen and heard. That's right. We ain't been doing what we're supposed to do. We ain't been following the uh, commandments. As I was talking to the voice earlier, I told her, I said, you know what the problem is? Is that even in the Bible, it talks about when Jesus came back, he said, or when Jesus was there, he said, I didn't come to change the laws. I came to fulfill them. Came to fulfill them. He never said that we were supposed to keep on doing them. Mm. He said he came to fulfill them. And now it's up to us because we have freedom of choice. That's right. Either follow the commands or don't follow the commands. And if we don't follow the commands, okay, you can get back to it. Hey, ask for forgiveness and do what you got to do before your time is up. Amen. But if you want to keep on going down that path of the, the, uh, saying that the commands don't matter, keep on going that way then. You know what I mean, ain't nobody going to judge you. They shouldn't judge you because they're not your judge. You know, that's that's your choice in life. If that's what you want to do, if that's your fun, if that's your your vice, then mm -hmm. keep on doing it. If you don't want to do it no more, then turn from it. If you want you don't want somebody that's going to love you and respect you and honor you and be a friend to you and be a helpmeet to you and work together, then go that way. Amen. Stop going towards negativity. You don't need a bad boy. None of us out here need to be bad at nothing. The image has to die. Oh, you need a thug or you need a woman that's a, a freak in the sheets and all this other. You don't need that stuff. You want it. That's a want. That's a desire. Because, you know, you got to, at the end of the day, if you are connected with somebody, all of that's going to fall into place. Mm -hmm. But when do people grow up and realize, I'm going to get old. And I want to be with somebody that understands me. Somebody that know that's not going to be impatient with me if I get disabled or something. I have to go to the hospital and something happened to me. I don't want to be with somebody that's going to be abusive to me. You know, acceptance. Of acceptance plays a big part. Acceptance. Because when people are doing things to you that you don't like, and it's wrong and it's hurtful. Don't hang in there. Don't be a doormat. It's okay. The sooner you get out of it, the better you'll feel. Once it's revealed to you, get out of it. Sit down and talk to them. Be like, this is not going to work. You know, let's just be friends. And if it happened again, if we decide to come back together. But always keep it peaceful. To where it won't become violent and somebody get hurt physically, mentally, verbally, it doesn't matter. This is the time right now that you got to learn about yourself, have patience, change your attitude, the way you think, the jealousy. Now you're in the house with that person 24-7. You can't go out. Now what? And I say it like this, if, if, if it didn't work out with the other one, don't put your problems of your previous relationship on the next one. 
you got to get over what happened to you before. And that means don't tell this person about what happened to you before. Because sometimes that person could use that as fuel to their fire. And when you, they get in the household, whether it's man or woman, they will use that against you. If they're not really the one that's for you, they're going to use that against you. They're going to do everything that you just said. Hey, I just went through this and blah, blah, blah. This. If they know that stuff, not all the time, but a lot, a majority of the time, somebody will use that against you. They so do. don't bring up what happened to you before. Yeah. Keep that for your story, you know, for your breakthrough. You know, tell that to some ladies or, you know, brothers. Tell that to the other brother. Don't tell that to your significant other or somebody that you're attracted to. Okay, well, just... let me add something to that. You know, I used to tell people all the time, your past is your past. But sometimes a weak person, you could do something that will remind them of some something they've been through that will cause them to investigate your past. Because they're looking for something. They're looking for anything. You know, and it's like, you know, I think that's weak. It's called weakness. It's because... If I don't have nothing to tell you, that's because I want to forget it. I've been forgiven. And when you forgive, you forget. When you really forgive yourself, sometimes the things I've done with my friends and that bring it up, I, I truly be like, what? Like when? And they be like, girl, you know, I'm, I truly be them forgot because I want God to wash that away from me. When he wash your sins away. That means your past. Because when you learn to do better, you, I mean, when you know better, you do better. And you get greater. You know, there's always going to be loose ends where you'll slip, you'll, you'll fall. But getting up is the key. And who's going to help you get up when you're feeling low? When you feel like you ain't got nobody, you be done lost your best friend, your husband, your wife, your children, your house, your car, no matter what it is, who are you going to fall back on? See, all this is happening because every knee shall bow to one God at one time on one accord. Because we all need a healing. We need our sins washed away. It's raining constantly. Who's going to be Noah? Who's building the ark right now? Who's the leader? Who's going to be that prophet? Who's going to stand up? That's what we as queens, there's a lot of strong men and women out there that is fed up. Like R. Kelly said, when you're fed up, ain't nothing you can do about it. And when you get fed up, you look up. You continue to look up. You continue to look forward. You continue to put one foot in front of the other, just like the footprints in the sand. And you let nothing, nobody, or anything turn you around. Because those stepping stones are always going to be there. You're either going to jump over them 
Are you just going to stand there? Acceptance. You don't have to. You know, it's about cleaning up what you messed up. Don't nobody know you better than you do. Don't nobody know you better than God do. And when you think you're doing little things, he sees, he hears, he knows all. And when things start happening in your life, that's just drastic. You lose people after, and you have to check yourself and say, all this knowledge and spirit, and, and I've never done anything, nothing to stand up. All this God gave me, and I see the pain and suffering, the violence, the drugs, the misunderstandings, the wrong teachings, and I know the truth, but I did nothing. I do nothing. But you find yourself mourning. You find yourself mourning. As strong as you are, you're hurt. Because you're not listening to God. He has a calling on your life. He knows how strong you are. That's why he puts you through them trials and tribulations to let you know. You are my child. It's time for you to get up and do your job. Today is the day. Because tomorrow isn't promised. The way this corona disease is set up. Don't nobody know where you're going, where you're headed, when it'll happen, how long it's going to last, or if it will be you. Take it in your heart today. Give God. Give him your heart. Repent. Change your ways, your wicked ways. Cheat on women. Side pieces. Want to be half naked. Influencing our being a bad influence on our young generation, being naked and rapping and destruction and violence and hatred, disappointments. We are the new ancestors for the new generation. And I'm asking each and every one of you, it's time to stand up, clean up what you messed up. Lift your voices. Be heard. It's time to help. Lend a hand. Stick together. Be unified. Because we don't die. We multiply. Ain't that right, knowledge? That's right. That is right. You know, falling is easy. It's getting up. That's the hard part. You know, you know doing wrong is so easy to do. And it's, it's so easy, so fun. And... It, it's not even right. Ain't nothing about it right. Because, like I said before, when you get in trouble, you don't want to suffer them consequences. But you want to keep on doing what's wrong. Like, you should just be doing what's right. The music should be nothing but positivity. The messages on TV should be positive, positivity. The, the radio station should be nothing but positivity. And look, everybody's talking about it now. So we need to keep it going. Don't just stop when this coronavirus, this, uh, you know, it ceases to exist. Keep it going. Pour it into your children. Pour it into the kids around your neighborhood. If you see them doing something wrong, don't sit there and laugh at them and put them on camera. Go and talk to them. Go and give them the knowledge 
and understanding and to know, hey, baby, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Don't do that. We got to bring back the old school. We got to start being the aunties, the grandmas, and the uncles. and You know, everybody, you can meet a stranger and say, Hey, Unc. Hey, Auntie. And give them respect, hey, more respect than you did your real blood, Auntie. You know, and that's just how we got to be. It doesn't matter. We all, we grew up from them roots. We grew up from those roots. Those That's our culture. We love everybody. Why can't we love ourselves, love each other? The same way we show other races and other people the respect when you look at them. How you doing, sir? You know? How you doing, ma'am? But you can't show your own people the same respect, that same love. Give them that same positive energy. That when you go to a job and you got to kiss butt to try to get that job, got to be somebody else, have that same energy. To spread love and share and be kind to each other. Because if we don't, we're going to lose this war. We're going to lose. We need, I, I need you black men. And I know a lot of us black queens that are single, that are looking for a good man. Somebody that really is ready to settle down and have an understanding and communicate. And not, not think that all black women are bitter. We need a quiet storm in our life in order to keep our life calm. Steady. Stable. Without the misunderstandings and wondering if you're going to, when you go to the gas station, don't come back for two days. Or if a woman didn't work real hard and believed in you just because you don't have a job and she'd be there for you, put gas in your car, and you go see somebody else. We've been through that. We're tired. We're looking for a grown man, a man to know when to empty the trash, cut the grass, wash the car on Saturdays, hug up with his woman and do the yard and, change a light bulb, just simple things. We don't want much. It's just about being head of the household. Anybody can be the man of the house. We are man of our own house because we got to wear the pants. We're just looking for a head of household, somebody that know their place. Clean up where you messed up. That goes for you women too. Get your house in order. Start cleaning your house and keep it disinfected. Keep that same routine, that same energy, just like you was locked in. Make your kids wash their hands. Sit at the table with your children. Talk about their homework. Be there for them when they get home from school and if you're not at work. And make sure that everything is taken care of. Clean up where you messed up. And it takes two to love. It takes two to tangle. But who wants to tangle? Unless you're doing the tangle. You know what I mean? It's time to dance, sing, laugh, cry together. But if we do it together, it's called healing. Helping. 
reliving, reviving, and revealing who the enemy is. Well, knowledge, you know, it's always a pleasure. And you know, it's getting close to that time. So, would you let everybody know who you are, what you do, what you represent, and where you're from? And who uh, has yeah. the baddest podcast? <laughs> well, that's voice. That's voice, uh, <laughs> you know, the voice, or voices. The voices uh, behind the, the message. <laughs> the voices behind the message, or the voices in front. That's right. Amen. Amen. Uh, but I'm Knowledge, Knowledge the Raven 2468. You can look me up on YouTube at Knowledge, D-A-R-A-V-E-N 2468. That's on YouTube, on Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, whatever social platform is out there, you can find me by Knowledge the Raven 2468. I'm a mentor, I'm a, a father, I'm a I've been called pastor, minister, prophet, all of them. You name me, intercessor. I'm all of that. I am who God created me to be, and I just want to spread his word and his message. Amen, amen. Well, you know you heard it first. It is I, the voice Callaway, the voices behind the message. Well, I am asking each and every one of you, tune in, listen, learn, get something from it. You know, we can always not only get something from it, but put something in it. So if you got a message, a testimony, a story, something positive, motivational, please hit me up a messenger and we can do this. Who has the baddest podcast that you know, knowledge? Tell them. Voices behind the message. <laughs> also located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. All right, all right. You know, it, it's not about where you are, it's where we are amen and with that being said i'm gonna say ta-ta for now you heard it first tune in tap in be about it well that's the end of our podcast see you next time god bless y'all